Welcome, people of the internet, lovers of TV, and the employees of the Sunshine Cab Company. We are the Plot Finders. We watch the premiere and finale of a TV show we haven't seen before and deduce what happened in between. I'm Tony Camarena, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Al Rodriguez. Hey, hey, everyone. And today, we are finding the plot for Season 4 of NBC's classic hit, Taxi. But before we do, how you been, Al? Uh, doing doing all right um finally finished watching um you know all all four seasons of star trek discovery so i was able to move on to uh the new season of marvelous mrs Maisel, which has been a lot of fun so far i'm about three quarters through the season which um should be very easy to do the math to figure out how many episodes i've watched because there's only eight episodes in the season but uh it's been a lot of fun mm-hmm. well a quarter is 25 so three of mm-hmm. those is 25, 25, 25. So was that 25, 252,525 episodes? Yeah. Oh, it sense. Right. Yes. But mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, How about you? Oh, uh, my wife and I started watching and we watched about half of uh, Our Flag Means Death, which have you heard of that show? I have never heard of this. No, it's a new show starring uh, Taiki Taiki Taika Waititi <laughs> and uh, Reese Darby, where Reese Darby is a um, like a rich landowner in like seven or eighteenth century England who just leaves his family and becomes a pirate, and he's very bad at it. And he's like he wants to be the gentleman pirate, so he's very fancy and whatnot. And Taika Waititi plays Blackbeard, who inexplicably becomes his best friend. And it's, it's <laughs> like, if you've watched What We Do in the Shadows, it's very much that type of sense of humor. Gotcha. All right, well, I will be giving this show a, a try soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first season's, om- well, as of recording, is almost done. We've got, like, two more episodes left. So by the time this comes out, it's probably been out for, like, weeks. But, yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> No, it's good. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. What is that about? I've heard of it many <laughs> times. I hear it's great, but I have no <laughs> idea what it is. Uh, no, yeah, it is. It is really good. It's um, so the fourth season is what mm-hmm. just came out. Um, so it is a woman in the fifties who, and, and everything I'm going to say is pretty much what happens in the first episode. Okay. Um, uh, her husband wants to be a comedian, so they like them living in New York. They like go to clubs and stuff, and then it's not working out well for him. And so then he decides to cheat on her and then leave her. And then she decides, oh, maybe she should be the one that's a comedian. And then she turns out to be way, way better at it. And then the show as a series is her having a career uh, as a comedian. Okay. I always assumed it was like a drama, not from the name, but because it was a period piece. So I, that's mm, all I okay. assumed of it. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the fifties, but th- that's it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's a comedy. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, maybe I'll check that out sometime. I'll put it on the list. Yeah, highly recommend. <laughs> all right. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> not not the list that we use for for this because I've seen them all. Yeah, when we have a guest and <laughs> you uh, get to choose the show, maybe you'll, we'll get to watch that. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> all right but today we are covering taxi season four so 
I guess we should just jump into it with like the rundown of the premiere and the finale. Yeah, I guess. I mean, normally we we say what we knew about the show before, oh, yeah, but that's true. I, I I get the feeling we didn't know anything before because I no. I knew it was a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. How I, about you? I knew two things, three things about it, if you consider one of them two things. First is I knew that Danny mm-hmm. DeVito and um uh Christopher Lloyd, who I will be referring to as Doc Brown for the rest of the podcast, uh mm-hmm. were in this show. And uh my dad I've seen one clip of the show multiple times because my dad thought it was <laughs> and it's a funny part where uh Christopher Lloyd's character Doc Brown's character is um trying to take his driver's test and uh he's cheating so their friends are right there and he goes what does a yellow light mean and they go slow down what does a <laughs> yellow light mean slow down what and just goes on like that for like four more times <laughs> I've seen that clip many times, so like I, that's one of the reasons I knew that uh, Doc Brown was in the show. <clears throat> but beyond that, that's all I knew. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's a that's definitely the style of comedy that mm-hmm. we saw in the the two episodes that you and I watched. Um, you know, that kind of like um, that's I don't know how to describe it. I'm sure there's a phrase for it, right? I, I want to say like that smarter comedy of like. Uh, maybe wordplay is probably a a, dis- yeah. a better description of it, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, considering this is a show that started in the what was it? it was late seventies to early eighties, right? Mm-hmm. It's a uh, five seasons. Uh, we watched season four, so uh, I guess it would have ended in nineteen eighty three. So yeah, Possibly. definitely before our time. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Did you look at the dates <laughs> for um for this season now? The the dates uh, the premiere. I the I only looked at. I only looked at the date for the finale because I had to write the summary for it. That's it. Uh, let's just do it now. Al, tell us the date of the finale, and I will tell you the date of the premiere. Oh, God. Okay, the uh, the finale is Thursday, May 6th of 1982. The premiere was uh, May 7th, 1981. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was almost a full year. differently back then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're... Was there like a new episode every three weeks? And that's kind of... <laughs> uh, I did, like, when I looked at these dates, I um was on IMDb, and I did look at, like, the previous two episodes, and there were, like, three weeks between each one of those. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> so, I, be. Uh, but the thing is, I mean, the last episode is a two-parter, and it would air, like, three weeks apart from the previous episode. Oh, good. All right, I'm looking at this now. Just to, I think if I remember oh, correctly, yeah. Okay, well, uh, no. So those last two were a week apart. Okay, but uh, it was so inconsistent. Like I, I am seeing somewhere they like you get two or three episodes where they are a week apart, mm-hmm. but then you have somewhere there's like and and here's and a month. Okay, that's well. I mean, when there's very uh, little wait, continuity, wait. that doesn't matter. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, Tony. Hmm. Well, this is interesting. Uh, I wonder if we have another um, um, Say by the Bell situation going on because 
I'm on Wikipedia, and they're saying that the season premiere no. was in October. No. Al, we use IMDb. Oh, no. Only oh, no. IMDb putting that role in the show from now on. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. It's so much easier to find it on, on there, but okay. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> but this opens Wait, up a can of worms. The fact that it's happened twice, it's becoming a pattern. I don't want it to happen again. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, God. We found a fatal flaw. Crowdsourced uh, wait information. <laughs> are, Tony, are you sure? Because now I'm on IMDb and it says the same information as Wikipedia, October of 1981. You didn't. You didn't look at season three, did you? Uh, no, I used. Um, actually, you know what I used? What it said <laughs> on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. No more talking. We're going to use IMDb from shows. now on. I can't trust Hulu. I can't trust anything. <laughs> I'm looking about uh, what's the appropriate. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Yeah, October 8th. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Jim just, the Psychic right, premiered mm-hmm. October 8th, 1981. And here's the summary of the episode. Tony Danza saw a really good hockey game. Andy Kaufman thinks that U.S. hockey players are wimps for wearing clothes and skates, so they get into an argument and make a bet and to have one of them shut up for a week. Andy Kaufman loses. And something that I thought was going to be a twist, like Tony Danza backfired him, but it didn't happen. Uh, Doc Brown comes in and tells Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day that he had a psychic dream where he will die after a bunch of crazy stuff happened in three days after falling in love with a beautiful woman. Dan DeVito comes out and blesses Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day against Doc Brown's evil dream. Later, at a restaurant, a beautiful woman falls into Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day's arms. A few days later, everyone begs Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day not to go home because of the prophecy. He was planning on going on a date, but she cancels. Dan DeVito goes to Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day's apartment to save him from his death. The dream... Uh, begins to come true, and Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day leans into it, freaking out Danny DeVito. The appointed moment arrives, and a little girl is at the door selling cookies. She is scared away by Jeff Goldblum, or she is scared away, and Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day survives. <laughs> you know, I like it when you know you you give these these uh characters the the name of their their most famous role but yet mm-hmm. danny devito didn't get that like you know it's, it's i guess that's he has one too of many those famous roles where, you know... am i going with the penguin <laughs> am i saying he is um arnold schwarzenegger's twin am i calling him uh frank from it's always sunny he's like he's too all-encompassing <laughs> yeah 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 that's exactly right that's that's fair you know that's why you go with with doc brown like you know yeah. christopher lloyd i'm sure has been in a ton of other things um, I just can only think of two. Uh, what's the other one? <laughs> um, I saw a movie sometime this past year, um, and he was like the dad. It was um, uh, nobody. That's right. Okay, uh, yeah, he, I, it, it was I an action was, movie. Yeah, I knew he was in that. <laughs> I could have gone with uh, Judge Dread. Uh, not Judge Dread, Judge Doom. <laughs> I'm sorry, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, or oh, okay, 
the main Klingon from uh, Star Trek Three: uh, The Search for Spock. I can't remember his name. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And now I'm scrolling through his uh, his IMDb entry, and he has been in a lot of things. Oh yeah. Like every yeah. year, he's in a handful of, of stuff. Usually, like he, one episode or something. But he recently got announced he's going to be in Mandalorian season three. Oh wow. Yeah. Cool. All right. I mean, you know, you, you reach that level of fame, you just you just kind of tell your 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 manager like, "Hey, get me get hey, people are talking about this. Get me on that. Why not? That'll be fun. Yeah. I'll do an episode." <laughs> I mean, at that fame and I mean, frankly, his age, uh he's like he doesn't have to work unless he wants to, and like he wants to work up with Baby Yoda. We all know that's the real reason he's in the show. Mhm. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. That's fair. You. <laughs> uh you know everyone has a nickname right so yeah that's why i don't I, go I by call... alfred so yeah that's true i don't call go by um antonio i was going to think of something funny but i couldn't so i don't go by that <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right let me talk about what happens in the finale so in the finale episode titled the road not taken part two uh, which premiered Thursday, May 6th, 1982. Elaine needs to make a big decision, a really big decision. If you watched the whole season, you would know what it is. But if you didn't, uh, you would figure it out halfway through the episode that uh, her big decision is debating if she should take a job in Seattle or not. A couple of people tell uh, some backstories of big decisions that they've made, like when Latka uh, was moving to the U.S. and Alex deciding not to work for a really bad guy. In the end, Elaine decides to take the job, but it gets rescinded when her new boss changes his mind. Probably has something to do with him being punched by her, but we'll never know. Or will we? No, we won't. Anyway. No, no, mm -mm, no. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> All right, but we're going to pretend like it was. Yeah, all right. That's that's fair. That which is what we do, right? When the when it's this type of show, we have to assume that there was a a definite plot line from the first episode all the way through the end. Otherwise, this the, the our main shtick for this podcast just doesn't work. Mm -mm. Yep. <laughs> um. So, Al, which events yep. from the finale or throughout the season do you think were predicted by Doctor Emmett L. Brown? Or, um, oh, I can't remember his name now. <laughs> his character's name. <laughs> oh, um, I have it up. I don't know if I'm going to say it. Jim. They, they just called him Jim, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jim the Psychic. Okay. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, IMDb has the full name, which is Reverend Jim Ignatowski. Okay. I believe you. Hmm? <laughs> I believe he's a reverend, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... I feel like that's that's uh, a joke that that's kind of made its way to a mm -hmm. bunch of places. The the reverend who did drugs and now they're they're a junkie. Because um, I know that's a, a plot line for one of the characters in uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," which we were talking about. Yeah, that's a show I watched like the first four seasons of, and now it's gone ten years beyond what I've watched, and I'm never going to catch up. <laughs> yeah, you you don't have to. As someone who has watched every episode, you do not have to. Trust me. <laughs> Good to know. Anyway, uh, what events do you think he predicted? 
the re- the good Ooh, reference that's device. A, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, so I, I mean, we have to think about what what has happened throughout the season. Now, first of all, I kind of do think that maybe someone else did die, and it just wasn't Alex. Um, ooh, you know what? Okay, here's what I'm thinking. There was probably like a mid-season finale or something. I assume they did these back then, mm-hmm. where um, Alex, the person who he predicted would die in in that in that first episode, he did die. He like choked on something, or um, yeah, let's go with that. He was surprised while he was chewing something, and then he choked, and then he ended up in a coma, and that happened at seven, and like just about everything else was right. Like he did uh, meet a girl. Uh, they were dating. Um, probably not the dancing, um, the can-can. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe hmm, maybe one of those. So not the can-can, but he probably had the the helmet on and maybe the shirt. I'm, basically, I'm guessing that the first one did happen at some point. Uh, and then he died, but he was quickly re- uh, resuscitated and brought back to life. Well, I was wondering if maybe, because we never find out that blonde woman's name, maybe her name is like Alexandra, and all this stuff happened, and she's severely sick, 104 degree fever, she's vomiting. Maybe she died at that moment. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I I can almost guarantee they never mention her again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Same. <laughs> My other thought was those cookies would give him diabetes and like it's just the start of the long road to his death. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he did steal the cookies, right? He didn't pay. <laughs> That's true, from a small child. I, I assume. <laughs> yeah. So if he's going to eat four boxes, or sorry, three boxes, he gave he gave one to Aaron Schwarzenegger's twin. So... <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That that led to his his diabetes. Is uh is Judd Hirsch still around, the actor? Um, I believe so. I can easily find out. Not on okay. that version of Wikipedia. <laughs> well, this says that he's going to be in a couple of things in 2022. So I'm assuming he is still alive. Yes. So. With that in mind, um, I guess we can't base this character off of him. Uh, so there goes that idea. Um, but yeah, like, you know, that's possible. Maybe maybe she died. Because, I mean, if they had a whirlwind relationship, um, they wouldn't have just stopped dating after she got sick and they didn't see each other for a week. Right? So maybe she did die. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. Um... Man, that got sad quick <laughs> yes it did but uh like but they didn't answer a question of what else did he predict oh, uh, oh yes what else what mm-hmm. yeah um did he predict that elaine's daughter would not have a personality of her own and just follow whatever brother said into a life <laughs> of crime in the future <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a later season sort of thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know how well that would work. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, this type of show, there's, there's got to be so many other things. There, there, like, I feel like it would be great if that was a reoccurring gag that just mm-hmm. kept showing up, uh, and then him saying something like, "Oh, hey, um, blah blah blah," is that is uh, not at work today because he's sick, and then. 
you know, no one knows. And then they find out, oh, oh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's twin is sick. So he's not showing up in this episode or something. Mm. Uh, I feel like it would be good for like one off bits like that after getting this episode. I think that they get a Betamax, right? And they watch a weird video mm-hmm. and he just walks in and says, you will die in seven days to uh, Cheryl, <laughs> Elaine's sister, who was a recurring character. And then she dies. <laughs> <laughs> or or okay i'll take it mm-hmm. or he just mm-hmm. predicts really mostly really inane stuff like that latka will get frostbite playing hockey because <laughs> he doesn't wear skates <laughs> or clothes they they start listening to him when he says things that just make sense like oh yeah obviously you're gonna yep. uh catch a cold if you yeah. yeah, do what Latka's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one isn't actually have to do with the season. It's just something I wanted to spitball with you. How did uh, mm-hmm. Latka's father die? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's a good question. I mean, we do we we know what his his job was, right? Mm-hmm. It was the uh, it was the the bell ringer. Is that what he it was? The bell ringer. Huh. Um, he was big, strong guy, um, as we could tell in that that painting of him. Um, <laughs> majestic, majestic painting. Um, it. I mean, it's got to be like a joke, right? Like a, a one-off kind of like joke line. Like, I mean, everything Latka says about his his home country is like, oh, it's it's crazy there. Yeah, there Soviet country. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so Latka. Uh, whenever he, his father rang the bell, probably to signify the town meal times, right? Because mm-hmm. makes because. Sense. Um, so around that time, uh, Latka would feel, feed the neighborhood bear. And one day, Latka was sick, so he wasn't there, and the bear came into town and mauled his father to death. I like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I feel like that could very easily have been exactly what they said, almost word for word. Um, <laughs> like it would definitely be Latka's fault. Mm. Um, the town bear. I mean, yeah, that just like the story writes itself when when you yeah. throw in the town bear. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, maybe they would show. Mm-hmm. I was going to say obviously Latka's uh, town had a town bear. Yeah, exactly. Like on the on the TV show, I'm sure if they had like a um, a flashback scene, they would show a bear with a hat on, mm-hmm. um, sitting on or next to a little bear tricycle, um, not riding yeah. it, but just you know in the vicinity. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I I have no notes, Tony. I think what you just <laughs> said is perfect. I I can't I can't improve on that in any way. <laughs> All right, Al, do you have any questions? I had one, but um, I ended up combining it with uh, the first one we talked about. Oh, you know what? I actually do have have another question um, that I thought of just now. And it's possible that they told us this in the show, and I don't know. So I'm hoping that they didn't. Uh, In the the finale, um, Elaine spends the entire episode trying to figure out if she should take that job. What's this job, and why was she approached for it? Or, also, was she approached for it, or did she just apply? Yeah. 
Okay, so it's a job that you can only do in Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So are are you thinking like coffee maker or something? Coffee maker. I don't know what else. Fish thrower. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. What was Seattle like in the seventies, Al? <laughs> in the early eighties. Oh God. Lots of hippies. Uh... I'm assuming. Oh, that's more sixties. Lots of ex hippies. I'm assuming. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe, ooh. Uh, I don't know if Microsoft had moved to, uh, Seattle yet, or Bellevue, which is right mm-hmm. outside. Um, they, they started in Albuquerque in 75, so I don't know when they moved. They might have already moved. Maybe they're gearing up to move, and this guy is offering a job at, like, the new office that Microsoft is about to have open. Ooh, yeah, that could have been it. Um, what made her qualify? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Sorry, I'm gonna ruin this. January of 1985 is when they moved. All right. Yeah, well, that's when they moved everything. But maybe they were gearing up for four years before that. That's a stretch. <laughs> all right, true. Let's. Uh, you know what? We don't know. Let's just assume that that's what happened. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, obviously she. I mean. I'm I'm guessing again based off of the type of show that we watched, um, you know she was driving someone in a taxi, mm-hmm. and then they were trying to figure out. Um, I don't know, maybe they were doing like some kind of a brain teaser in the in the daily newspaper or something. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they had a a Rubik's cube, and she solved it for him, or you know he he was trying to figure out the the you know, the, the daily puzzles. And she, she was the one who, who did them. And so uh, this guy saw that and like, Oh, well, obviously she's incredibly intelligent. She's able to figure out these brain teasers. Let me give her a job on the spot. If she wants it, I'm guessing something like that. That makes sense. Uh, this is kind of um, combined with mine. Cause I said, what was the new job offer and what terrible things pushed her into considering leaving? Cause obviously she wouldn't leave this wonderful family. If terrible things hadn't happened. Yeah, this this wonderful family of I I have no idea how much it pays to be a a, a taxi driver in 1970s uh, New York. They were in New York. Yeah, right? they were in New Manhattan. York. Okay. Which I don't think was a nice place back then. Uh right? No, this was pre cleaning it up in like the 90s, right? I think that's when the big cleanup happened. I have absolutely no idea. I just, I know that at some point it was uh, uh, overall bad to live there. I actually don't know why. I just <laughs> have heard that. I think it was uh, like hookers and blow. <laughs> oh, okay. So Chicago. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to Chicago. I have no idea what it's like mm. out there. I um, enjoyed okay. it, but I know they're having a huge <laughs> crime problem now, so. Uh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, what happened to uh-huh. her? <laughs> <laughs> to to decide that she wants to leave or to think about wanting to leave uh, the taxi yep. place? I, I think that she... I, I'm thinking it was pretty um, uh, pretty basic uh, on, on her level. It was like, yeah, someone noticed that uh, you have this job as a, as a cab driver. And what if I offered you this other job 
um, out here in Seattle. And the pay is at least comparable. I I mean, she didn't (laughs) say if it was more or less when her kid asked. She just said the pay is is good. Um, Well, that was crazy. She asked his opinion, but didn't give her them the details that they'd be moving you the other side of the country. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she she needs to get better at at talking to her kids, I assume, Um, because I feel like that's a big one. The, hey, do you want to move to Seattle? <laughs> like, that would be a, a big thing, I think, to, to mention to the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my final question. Uh-huh. We see Elaine punch the um, guy who offered her the job. <laughs> yes. Uh what how many people has she assaulted throughout the course of this season this season just this one okay uh and i assume we're doing october of 1981 to may of 1982 yeah um okay all right so there's there's this guy obviously steve balmer uh as we know um i assume throughout the season she probably got uh, a handful of other uh people too um Larry Ellison, Steve Wozniak, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure they all made uh, <laughs> uh, appearances on the show. Oh, um, yeah. Let's see. Who Household else? names even back then. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Um, <laughs> it, it's got to be like like her character, right? Like she's the the hot headed kind of person. Um, well, she is now, a, she has a fiery redhead mm-hmm. in the parlance of that, <laughs> that um, time. Um, are you asking specifically how many people she punched on the show? Like that they showed people? Yeah. I'm assuming like she was in prison for part of the season for assaulting people. (laughs) Well, that's why, um, they were taking weeks off in between filming because that was, uh, it was never written into the show. I'm sure. (laughs) Unscripted. Um, (laughs) but it was funny when it happened. So they kept it, uh, Um, at least every three to four episodes, I'm guessing, okay. uh, one one hit happen. Um, if she didn't hit someone, she threatened them. <laughs> so she is maybe. Um, I can imagine someone like uh, Tony Danza's character running like being a bookie in the like under the table at the sh- uh, at the taxi garage whatever you call it and mm-hmm. she was his enforcer breaking breaking thumbs and stuff like that when people couldn't pay <laughs> yeah i i could see that as that that was definitely um a one maybe two episode plot line uh yeah. not two episodes next to each other of course no no, no. no. um but but yeah i, I, could, mean, I could see that having happened huge overarching seasons Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, All right, there are twenty-four seasons of this episode, so we're going to say about six, six different assaults, right? Yeah, t- you mean twenty-four episodes this season? That's probably what I meant. Okay, uh, yeah. So I guess that that average, yeah, easily six assaults in the season. Oh, that makes sense. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. I just looked briefly 
to see what job she was offered. And looking at multiple different websites, I don't <laughs> think they ever said. <laughs> but I will tell you this one nugget of facts that we missed out on. The Road Not Traveled, uh, part one, guest starred mm-hmm. a young Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. Yep. Good for him. Yeah. Good, good job, Tom. I mean, this yeah, was Afro and this was like a. <laughs> I mean, this show had like a a friggin' star studded cast. Like, uh, yeah. as soon as the show started, um, also like it was a little bit worse because when I I first went to IMDb before the before watching an episode, um, I was so confused. Like, oh, Robert De Niro's in the show with a handful of other people. Then I realized Did I he... was on the wrong page. I, oh, Taxi uh, Driver. No, I was. <laughs> Yes, yeah, because that was the first one that popped up. Yeah, um, so, but then I got to taxi the show, and it was still quite the star-studded cast. It was. Uh, I, I so. was very surprised. Like Andy Kaufman, Tony Danza. Um, I've heard the name Mary Lou Hunter, but I like looked at her list, and I couldn't. I didn't really know anything she's been in. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. I, you yeah. know what? I thought I, it was I bold. That she was someone. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I kept thinking that she was uh, someone specific um, from a TV show, but she it's not on her her IMDb list, so I guess she was not in Justified. So I don't know who I'm thinking of. Mm. I, I don't know. Anyway, That's another yeah. show I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they had two, they had Latka and uh, Jim. As like two over the top characters, because I thought they that would be too crazy for a show. Like you know, they've got the Kramers and you've got the other crazy people, like Abed and Community <laughs> and stuff like that. The over the top one. We don't usually have two of them. Yeah, I'm I'm glad. Like I I, I liked that uh, in mm-hmm. a sense because I, I mean. Given the amount of character main characters on this show, I feel like it works because like it's still an average or a a good ratio, I guess. Yeah, um, you know, one uh, crazy person to the four. Uh, what is it? Straight man in comedy is what they call them. The the one who's not there to make. Yeah, it's straight man. I mean, the, I don't the, know. Yeah. yeah, I would you consider Danny DeVito a straight man though? I I don't know. I, I only saw him for like two scenes, so <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the thing. I mean, well, I mean, then again, he he did play the that comedic role in that the end scene of that yeah, first episode, he, right? And Jim the Psychic yeah, when you mm-hmm. and he did bless uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad from Independence Day with that weird blessing thing <laughs> in that episode too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it's still a comedy, right? Every character in a comedy it has to be. Yeah, crazy to a degree. Otherwise, you can't have a sitcom. Like everyone has to be, like at most you have one person who is kind of normal, but then they don't then get they... into the wacky situations that make a sitcom. Exactly. No, you're right. Yeah. All right. Um. So, Al, would you consider continuing to watch the show? Um. So this show. Actually, very funny. I enjoyed yeah. my time watching it. Um, I would not seek the show out, but if I'm ever in a situation where I'm flipping through the channels and I see Taxi, oh yeah, I'll leave it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm similar. I think if the 
like, if I've got, like, 20 minutes to kill... I used to do it with Portlandia all the time. It's like, if I've got a few minutes to kill, I'll put that show on. Uh, so, I might put the show on occasionally. It's like, there's no continuity. I just need to know what happened, <laughs> um, what job this is that Elaine really has. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised I didn't say that in part one, what the job was. <laughs> I know. Well, like, looking through, like, scanning a few articles and stuff like that. I'm not going in-depth. But there's no, <laughs> as the, at least from what I can find, there is no taxi wiki. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which Dang surprised it. me, because there All seems right, to be a wiki weird. for everything. Yeah, that's true. I mean, especially a show like this, got five seasons, seems uh, pretty beloved by people. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do we want to run down what we decided on? Yes. All right, Tony. Let's tell everyone what you and I have found of these plots. The plots we have found are... (laughs) (laughs) We found out that... um, Alex didn't die, but his girlfriend, Alexandra, actually died. Um, and uh, Doc Brown proceeded to predict inane things like, hey, there's probably gum on your shoe and whatnot. Um, okay. We established that uh, Andy Kaufman's... Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to retcon what we said a little bit. I'm going to say throughout the season, okay. a la Lost or Arrow... We got flashbacks to Locke's past, and this was the final one, like <laughs> leading up to him coming to America. Mm, so through okay. so through those flashbacks, we saw that Lotka is responsible for his father's death because he used to feed the town bear whenever the father rang the bell. But one day he was sick, and uh, probably from uh, playing hockey nude, and um, he forgot he was sick. He didn't feed the town bear, so the town bear ate his father alive um we found out that elaine's new job offer was working for microsoft getting apparently seattle ready for the incoming of microsoft in four years time (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. uh she got the job because she was intelligent enough to figure out a rubik's cube and uh yeah and then finally we know that elaine has assaulted at least six people uh, mostly because she was Tony Danza's enforcer as he did an underground, uh, he was an underground bookie in the back of the taxi company. I feel like we successfully found these plots. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, at least, what, what did we find? Five of them? Four? Five? Yeah, five, I think. Okay, at least three of those, I think, are spot on. The other two, I'm, I'm sure we're, we're pretty close. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, with those plots found and no reason to talk about this show anymore, <laughs> uh, we should figure out what randomly chosen show we are going to watch uh, for next week's episode. So, Tony, you have our list up. All right. Let's figure out what we're going to watch. I don't know what, what buttons you click. I, I assume I it's, press, it's just a button somewhere. I just press the thing and it's going. And we are going to watch. Wait, wait. ER. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh. Okay. ER, which I uh-huh. think ran for equivalent of 47 seasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to look it up right now. Uh, same here. Uh, so I just got it up here on IMDb. 
Uh, it okay. was 15 seasons in total. Wow, this show ended in 19, or sorry, started in 1994 and it went to 2009. 2009. So, Al, this is really important for us. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I learned it's created by uh, Michael Crichton. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. <laughs> Guy who wrote Jurassic oh, okay. Park and Andromeda Strain and all those. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Al, this is an important question that we need to figure out right now. Do we want to okay. um, watch an early season when it's potentially good, or probably a later season when they've probably jumped the shark? I, oh, God. What, hold on. Is this a show where someone died because a helicopter fell on them? Or am I thinking of um, something else? Probably Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I would, my wife's watching through Grey's Anatomy right now. I would guess just from watching a few episodes of that show, that was like an early thing. Uh, she just watched okay. an episode, spoilers <laughs> for Grey's Anatomy, where someone had a bomb inside their body and people had to hold the bomb. <laughs> Three oh. two episodes. Gross. Yep. All right. Um, I think that, Tony, given the amount of shows that we have on our list, so few of them make it past season eight that yes. I feel like we have to do a later season. I'm thinking 12, 13, something like that. All right, man. We're going with lucky number 13. All right. Lucky number ER. 13 of ER. <laughs> ER season 13. All right. Everybody watch the episode. Um, You know what? Join us on the uh, website at the Plot Finders uh, website at on Twitter. <laughs> I only run a podcast. I don't need to know how to talk. <laughs> uh, join it's us true. on the Plot Finders. Watch the first um, season, uh, first episode, and last episode, and give us ideas or um, make predictions. What do you think happened between those? We want to see what you think before yeah. we jump on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, um, if you've seen any of these shows that we've watched, uh, please tell us how right or wrong we are. Um, I, I keep saying that we're planning to get guests on um, after this current uh, season of eight episodes that we're recording right now. Uh, but right now, it's very difficult because I kind of want to know how right and or wrong we are. <laughs> yep. Hey, listen, um, not listeners. You can also listen to listeners, I guess. Al. Uh, season 10, episode 8 mm-hmm. of ER called Freefall, where a helicopter crash lands on people outside the ER. Oh, was one of them uh, George Clooney? Well, I by the time we watch it, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All I'm right. not going to look into it. I'm going to be surprised, because I'm already surprised looking at the IMDb page of who's in the show. Alright. Oh, okay. That seems fair. All right, um, I Tony, we, we're like five episodes into this, and we still haven't finalized our our closeout. Um, did you did you close out everything? Are, are we done? Can we just just hit that stop yeah. button, or was there anything else? Okay. Uh, bye, guys. Give us a review based on the first forty two minutes of this episode, not this moment right now. <laughs> bye bye. Da 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 da. Plot finders. And I'm always joined, as always, with my co-host Al Rodriguez. Today, hey, everyone. Okay, we need we need to work that one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say the sentence, and then you're going to say "Hey," and then I will go. <laughs> okay, I think that sounds good. Well, I'm going to write that down in my notes. 